I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Your bite-sized daily roundup of the biggest news from the world of film. This is The Daily Reel with Van Conner. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Reel for September 6th to the 10th, 2021. This is our weekend omnibus edition for those of you who want a longer show with fewer episodes without missing any of the week's film industry and entertainment news. And what a week it was. Marvel proved you can still open a blockbuster during a pandemic. It was the anniversary of Burt Reynolds passing and Adam Sandler turned 55. On top of that, we had all of this going on. Dune finally screening to critics at the Venice Film Festival over the weekend, the forthcoming sci-fi epic has been the talk of the town, and director Denis Villeneuve has revealed that he'll be ready to shoot its planned sequel as early as next year if given the green light. That green light, however, is very much not a given at this stage, and with many reviewers criticising the film's complexity, dryness, and grandiose scale, the possibility of the director getting to finish the story of Frank Herbert's seminal novel seems seriously in doubt. Regardless, according to Villeneuve, if the movie is greenlit sooner rather than later, I will say that I will be ready to shoot in 2022 for sure. Despite concerns, the Helmer's passion for the franchise is palpable, as he explained. For me, Dune Part 1 is like an appetizer. Dune Part 2 is the main meal where we can add much more. Whether or not that appetizer will be enough to ensnare audiences, though, remains to be seen. Dune Part 1 will open later this year on the 22nd of October. He who controls the spice controls the universe. And what Piter did not tell you is we have control of someone who is very close, very very close to Duke Leo. Oscar nominee and Hunger Games star Stanley Tucci has spoken for the first time about his battle with cancer. The celebrated thespian was reportedly diagnosed with cancer after the discovery of a tumour at the base of his tongue three years ago. According to Tucci, the mass quote was too big to operate and could only be treated with high-dose radiation and chemo. Such an ordeal would of course be traumatic for anyone, but was doubly so for Tucci, who tragically lost his beloved first wife, Kate Spade Tucci, to breast cancer over a decade ago. The star explained that the ordeal got so bad that he had a feeding tube for six months and could barely make it to the high school graduation of his twin children. Tucci has said though that his cancer treatment was a success, and it's unlikely that the issue should return, but that the experience left him feeling significantly older. In the meantime, Tucci has continued to work and can next be seen in forthcoming Kingsman sequel, The King's Man, due out on the 22nd of December this year. When you came out of that chariot, I have to say, my heart stopped. Did any of you experience this as well? My heart stopped. 
So did mine. <laughs> The forthcoming movie based in the world of Nickelodeon's 2D animated classic Avatar The Last Airbender will reportedly be both computer animated and part of a series. Original creators Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Cagnizzo signed a deal back in 2020 to head up a brand new sub-studio for Nickelodeon entitled Avatar Studios and set to create brand new content in the world of the multimedia juggernaut. Now it appears said content might not take the form that fans might expect or want. Talking about future plans, Brian Robbins, President and CEO of Nickelodeon, said recently, One of the big projects that we're working on, on the theatrical front, is Avatar. We signed a deal to bring the original creators back, and they're well on their way in development on a series of CG films and a new Avatar series. The cult show, which aired between 2005 and 2008, has only grown in popularity since its initial airing, thanks to its position as a major fixture on Netflix, who are currently working on their own live-action adaptation of the original series. Avatar is set in an Asian-inspired mystical world in which certain individuals can telepathically bend one of the four elements, and in which only the Avatar can utilize all four at once. The series followed an airbender Avatar named Aang as he journeyed across the land attempting to master the other elements in order to take down the evil Fire Lord. There's no production schedule for Avatar Studios' new content just yet, but Netflix's adaptation is due to begin shooting at the end of this year. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. Angelina Jolie has revealed that she fought with her ex-husband Brad Pitt over his decision to work with disgraced producer Harvey Weinstein after the latter attempted to sexually assault her in her youth. In an interview with The Guardian to promote her new book Know Your Rights and Claim Them, A Guide for Youth, the actress was asked about the quote bad experience with Weinstein that she had previously alluded to in another interview. When questioned over whether or not Jolie considered Weinstein's actions towards her abuse, the Laura Croft actress was uncharacteristically candid. It was, she said. It was beyond a pass. It was something I had to escape. I stayed away and I warned people about him. I never associated or worked with him again. It was hard for me when Brad did. Brad Pitt worked with Weinstein twice following the incident, on 2009's Inglorious Bastards and 2012's Killing Them Softly. Said Jolie, we fought about it. Of course, it hurt. Last year, Harvey Weinstein received a 23-year sentence in New York after being found guilty of one count of third-degree rape and one count of criminal sexual assault in the first degree. The former head of Miramax now faces rape charges in Los Angeles and, if convicted, will be sentenced to 140 years without probation, ensuring he spends the remainder of his years in a cell. Meanwhile, Angelina Jolie can next be seen in Marvel Studios' Eternals, which will open in cinemas on the 5th of November. And a lady should be modest. Yes, a lady should be modest. Sony Pictures' forthcoming comic book sequel, Venom Let There Be Carnage, has moved a release date yet again, though perhaps not in the direction you're expecting. Yes, in an era in which it seems every blockbuster is steadily sliding backwards, the Tom Hardy-fronted Marvel feature has actually moved up its release by two weeks. The shift comes in response to the barnstorming success of Marvel Studios' Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, pulling in $140 million in its opening weekend. Theoretically, 
emphatically proving that films in the genre can still open big theatrically despite the worldwide health crisis, and evidently easing the minds of Sony executives who subsequently mandated Venom's move from a crowded late October debut. Venom Let There Be Carnage is directed by legendary mocap artist Andy Serkis, and sees Hardy's investigative reporter Eddie Brock once again teaming up with his alien symbiote Venom, as the two face off against a new enemy, Woody Harrelson's serial killer Cletus Cassidy, who has an evil symbiont of his own, named Carnage. Previously slated to open on the 15th of October, Venom Let There Be Carnage will now drop on the 1st of October instead, with tickets going on sale from this Wednesday. I was pretty good, but you, whoever you are, you suck. Emmy nominee Michael K. Williams has died at the age of 54. The celebrated actor, star of 12 Years a Slave and Motherless Brooklyn, was best known for his role as Omar on HBO's classic crime drama, The Wire. As reported by NYPD, Williams was found dead of a suspected heroin overdose in his Brooklyn penthouse on Monday afternoon. Sources say that Williams was found by his neighbor at around 2 p.m., and that the gifted performer was officially pronounced dead just 12 minutes later. Foul play is not suspected. Currently nominated for an Emmy for his role in Lovecraft County, Michael K. Williams is survived by his son Elijah. That wasn't no tent murder. What was it, Mr. Little? I shot the boy Mike Mike in his hind parts, that all. <laughs> Fix it so he couldn't sit right. British actress and fleabag creator Phoebe Waller-Bridge has exited Amazon's forthcoming series adaptation of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Based on Doug Liman's 2005 film of the same name, the series was set to reboot the concept of a husband and wife struggling to keep their marriage alive until they realize they're both secretly assassins who've been hired to kill each other. The feature starred Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, and the new show would have seen those roles inhabited by solo a Star Wars Story co-stars and real-life friends Donald Glover and Waller Bridge. It was evidently Glover who initially pitched the project to Waller Bridge, with the sometime childish Gambino set to remain on board as star and executive producer. Sources close to the production say Waller Bridge and Glover's friendship remains intact, and that the former's departure was, quote, an amicable split, stemming from creative differences. The series is currently still being written, with shooting set to begin early next year. Mrs. Smith will be summarily recast, with Mr. and Mrs. Smith still set to land sometime in 2022. You think this story's gonna have a happy ending? Happy endings are just stories that haven't finished yet. Warner Brothers UK's social media account found itself in a spot of hot bother when it confused actor Idris Elba for Will Smith. Yes, in a truly uncomfortable case of mistaken identity, Warner Brothers posted in a now-deleted tweet, some may know him as Stringer Bell, others as Deadshot. Happy birthday, Idris Elba. The former is, of course, Elba's character in The Wire, in which he starred alongside the late Michael K. Williams. The latter, however, is Will Smith's character from David Ayer's 2016 cinematic misfire, Suicide Squad. Now, to give Warner Brothers some credit, Elba does play a similar gun-toting mercenary for hire who tangles with major superheroes and has issues being a father in James Gunn's Suicide Squad, appearing as a Superman villain Bloodsport, but still, yikes. The Suicide Squad is in UK cinemas now, Will Smith not included. Non-lethal. You lose. Exploding compression bullets. No one likes to show off. Unless what they're showing off is dope as f That's true. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A full week out from its international debut, reports from Beijing indicate that Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, the first Marvel movie to be led by an Asian actor, is unlikely to see a release in China. The Middle Kingdom's snubbing of the blockbuster, itself tailor-made to appeal to East Asian audiences and Chinese culture in particular, will come as a major blow to the film's box office chances. China's censorship board is still yet to complete their review of the movie. Uh, many with knowledge of the process have taken their delay as a soft rejection of the superhero flick. This is evidently in spite of the movie's success in the West, where it pulled in $90 million in the US during its opening weekend and $140 million worldwide. Emboldened by the billion-dollar success of Black Panther in 2019, Marvel Studios had hoped to recapture a similar cross-cultural excitement by again creating a feature that celebrated and focused upon a marginalized demographic in Hollywood. To have the largest theatrical audience of said demographic roundly reject the feature is definitely something of a blow. In the meantime, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings stars Simu Liu, Aquafina, Tony Leung, Fala Chen, and Michelle Yeoh, and is in UK cinemas now, rated 12A. You have the wrong guy! Does he look like he can fight? Come on, bro! Dame Helen Mirren is set to star opposite Morgan Freeman, Al Pacino, and Danny DeVito in the forthcoming film noir, Sniff. The film will be directed by Mirren's Oscar-winning husband Taylor Hackford from a script by Tom Gray and centers around Freeman's retired detective Joe Mulray, who's brought back into the game when two residents die under suspicious circumstances in a high-end luxury retirement community. Aided by his former partner, DeVito's William Keyes, the peril uncover a hidden underworld of sex, drugs, and murder in the wealthy community controlled by Al Pacino's crime kingpin Harvey Stride and his femme fatale enforcer the Spider, played by none other than the Dame herself. And if you're wondering about the title, SNF is an acronym which stands for Senior Nursing Institute and Family Foundation. Obviously. There's no production schedule yet, but the film's rights are expected to ignite a bidding war among studios when it goes on sale at the Toronto Film Festival later this week. I've never heard of you. Must have been a bit before my time. Ooh. 
Well, you've heard of me now. Owen Wilson has signed on to appear in Disney's forthcoming Haunted Mansion reboot. The project will adapt the classic theme park attraction of the same name, originally brought to the screen in 2003's unconnected Eddie Murphy vehicle. The basic premise, however, about a family moving into a mansion to discover it's haunted, will reportedly remain the same. While fresh off starring in Disney Plus's Marvel series Loki, Owen Wilson joins a cast that already includes Lakeith Stanfield and Tiffany Haddish. The House of Mouse's latest stab at translating their popular rides into features follows the success of this year's Dwayne Johnson-led Jungle Cruise, which, by the time of recording, has managed to pull in $193 million worldwide, despite opening during a pandemic and simultaneously on streaming. DOI People director Justin Simeon's on board to helm the Haunted Mansion reboot, which has a screenplay from Katie Dippold and shooting expected to begin in Atlanta this October. I'm Agent Mobius, by the way. Are you taking me somewhere to kill me? No, that's where you just were. I'm taking you someplace to talk. Beloved actor and Ghostbuster Ernie Hudson will star opposite Kate Beckinsale and Brian Cox in Prisoner's Daughter. The crime thriller, to be directed by Catherine Hardwick, will follow Cox's tough but proud ex-con Max as he attempts to reconcile his relationship with his only daughter, played by Beckinsale. But as the pair might finally be on the cusp of a breakthrough, Max's violent criminal past will predictably come back to bite him. Penned by Mark Barchi, the feature will see Congo star Hudson playing Hank, a career hard man and boxing trainer who owes Max his life. Fan fave Hudson set to return, meanwhile, to Bustin' Spirits later this year, reprising his role as Winston Zedmore in upcoming sequel Ghostbusters Afterlife, with the Ecto-1 currently set to fire up the ignition again on the 19th of November. These things are real. Since I joined these men, I have seen that'll turn you white. After the barnstorming critical success of his acclaimed drama Pig, the ever-unpredictable Nicolas Cage has signed on to his first western. His cagediness will lead Wild West action of the old way, in which he'll star as Colton Briggs, a former outlaw and famed gunslinger who now ekes out a quiet living running a general store with his family. But when a gang of outlaws murders his wife in cold blood, Briggs, as you'd expect, swears revenge, digging out his old revolver and teaming up with the unlikeliest of partners, his 12-year-old. Old daughter. Yeah, you heard that right. The Cagemeister's doing John Wick in Spurs. The movie comes from Acts of Violence director Brett Donahue, who adapts a screenplay by Carl W. Lucas. Never one to do anything normally, Cage will shoot his second western, the already announced Bush's Crossing, back to back with the old way in Montana. In a statement, the man himself said, After 43 years in cinema, I'm only now being invited to the important and storied genre of the western with both the old way and Butcher's Crossing. Both born and raised in the West, this is another good match and long overdue. To find new ground to play at 57 is indeed galvanizing. The inimitable Nicolas Cage can next be seen playing himself, naturally, in Tom Gormigan's increasingly delayed The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which will now hit cinemas on the 22nd of April next year. I'm looking for a truffle pig. I don't... I, I, I don't understand. I just want to know about the pig. During a new interview with Variety, actor and former Peter Parker Andrew Garfield has once again shut down those pervasive rumors that he's set to return to the role of the iconic web-slinger in the upcoming Spider-Man No Way Home. Garfield first donned the spandex for Sony's 2012 blockbuster The Amazing Spider-Man, later followed by 2014's imaginatively titled The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Despite the pair of movies pulling in nearly one and a half billion worldwide, they were heavily criticized by both fans and 
critics upon release. Uh, thus, following a round of legal negotiations, Tom Holland was cast in a newly rebooted take on the role, swinging onto screens for the first time two years later as part of the MCU in Captain America Civil War. With Holland's third solo outing as the character on the horizon, internet buzz and the recently unveiled trailer have made expectations for the multiverse-spanning story shoot through the roof, with everyone from Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst to Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone and Tom Hardy all claimed to be making an appearance. But an embarrassed Garfield has shut down those rumours again, telling Variety, I understand why people are freaking out about the concept of that because I'm a fan as well. You can't help but imagine scenes and moments of oh my god, how f cool would it be if they did that? Continuing on, the Hacksaw Ridge star admitted that he knows there's little he can say to dispel the rumours themselves. I know I'm not going to be able to say anything that will convince anyone that I don't know what's happening. No matter what I say, I'm f It's either going to be really disappointing for people, or it's going to be really exciting. All will be revealed when Spider-Man No Way Home arrives in cinemas on December the 17th. Man, you don't have me on your computer. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I had, I took a photo of the debate team, and you're in the debate team, so... Right. So, he must have seen... Um, I, I was touching up stuff. You're touching up stuff? Come on. I was... I was uh... In a story that pretty much sums up the current state of the film industry, viral TikTok performer Addison Rae has signed a multi-picture film deal with Netflix, after starring in a gender-flipped remake of She's All That, a sentence in which no two consecutive words would have made sense just a decade ago. Ray recently fronted He's All That for the Big Red N, which was panned by pretty much everyone. It currently sits at a dismal 31% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 4.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Regardless, the flick was apparently watched 55 million times and warranted Netflix offering the newly minted actress her own film deal. In a statement, Ray said, Getting the opportunity to work with Netflix was such a pinch-me moment, and now to be able to continue the relationship is beyond my wildest dreams. I'm excited to develop projects while continuing to strengthen my skills as an actress. For those not in the know, TikTok is a social media platform on which users share short videos varying from mere seconds to up to three minutes in length. And it's on that platform that Addison Rae is the third most followed creator, with over 83 million followers. He's All That is streaming on Netflix now, rated 12. You don't have to watch it, but it's there. Okay, we'll do it live. So when I cue you, press this button and follow me inside. Yep, I know how to work a phone. Thanks. And action. And finally, Rosario Dawson has joined the cast of Disney's Haunted Mansion reboot. The actress joins the recently cast Owen Wilson alongside Lakeith Stanfield and Tiffany Haddish. Like Wilson, Dawson is also coming off a series for the company's streaming service, Disney+. Plus. In her case, the second season of the smash hit Star Wars spin-off, The Mandalorian, in which she appears as fan-favorite Jedi Ahsoka Tano. As we reported just yesterday, Haunted Mansion will adapt the beloved theme park attraction of the same name, following a family as they move into a new home to discover that it's haunted. Justin Simeon will direct from a script by Katie Dippold, with shooting to begin next month. Meanwhile, the 2003 adaptation of The Haunted Mansion, starring Eddie Murphy, is available to stream now on Disney+. Dark spirits from the grave come forth, lift us from the black, and show us, show us the way back. Dark spirits? Ain't no dark spirits. Don't you make no dark spirits come out. 
Movies new to UK cinemas for the weekend include the runaway drama Sweet Thing, documentary The Lost Leonardo, action thriller Cop Shop, the Aretha Franklin biopic Respect, radicalization drama Co-Pilot, the Italian getaway drama From the Vine, Phila Deloitte's Herself, the new James Wan horror flick Malignant, legal thriller The Collini Case, and the underdog drama The War Below, which is also available on digital. That was your Daily Reel for September 6th to the 10th, 2021. Have a great weekend. Don't forget to leave us a little rating or review wherever you're listening to the show. Always up for a bit of feedback. Keep it cinematic and we'll be back in the ticket booth come Monday. The Daily Reel is a Candy Store production presented by Van Connor and written by Calvin Prickett. All information is correct at the time of writing and source links are in the description for each episode. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on all good podcast platforms or ask Alexa to install the Daily Reel skill for your morning flash briefing. Follow the show on social at Daily Reel Pod and we'll be back every weekday. Until then, keep it cinematic. 